Welcome back to the Echo Video Podcast. I'm your host, Hunter Tapley. Joining me as always is my co-host, Bart. Bart, thanks for joining. How have you been doing this week? Hey, Hunter. Glad to be back as always. Wonderful movie this time. I'm feeling good. It was a good week. How about yourself? Uh, Not too bad. Work's kind of kicking my ass this week, but yep, so just pretty stressful, all that kind of stuff. So it's always fun meeting deadlines and Everyone yelling at each other is always fun. Do you have uh, like people looking over your shoulder all the time? Every now and again, yeah, but it's real. I'm really not too busy these days, so they just kind of keep me there, and I have to kind of keep myself busy. And the worst part is just finding stuff to do because it's only so many times I can sweep the floors. Because it's like, Jesus, I'm not going to do it 40 times a day. Oh man, that's deal, so. when you're just looking to look busy. Oh, it's dude. It's I fucking hate it. Drives me fucking nuts. It drives me nuts. Slaving away all day than grooming five times a day, like just to do something. I 100% agree with you. I would I would honestly rather be worked to the bone, (laughs) yeah, than fucking stand there all day. But yeah, that's kind of how my week was. Uh, Anything you've watched that you'd recommend at all, or haven't? Um, had a whole lot of chance to watch this week. I've uh, been packing up and moving to my new place Friday, but this weekend was pretty exciting. Um, I got to see with uh, Miranda, my girlfriend, the Red Hot Chili Peppers in uh, on Sunday in Toronto. That was dope. And I proposed, and now we're engaged. So that's pretty cool after four years. Pretty oh, that's ago. fucking... That's new to me. Yeah, Thanks yeah, it happened that. like fucking yesterday. Well, I thought I'd go to time to... <laughs> pop it now you know oh, it's like congrats. the drink review and then we have the engagement keep things excited yeah yeah no congratulations on that man happy thank to you, hear it you. appreciate it thank you that's the world time. world premiere the world premiere of bart's engagement yeah there we go world premiere you heard it here first ign first this is the exclusive news <laughs> it's the fucking echo video plus you get it if you subscribe you to our patreon if you subscribe, yeah, to the Patreon, it doesn't exist because <laughs> yeah, we have fucking four followers. But. <laughs> yeah, it would probably cost more to set all that shit up than we would actually get from it. Yeah, probably. Um, so, so yeah, that, no, that's good news, man. I'm happy for you. Thanks, man. Um, anything I've recommended, I haven't really... I Actually, no, I watched something that was actually pretty good, and I can't fucking remember it. Son of so a that's bit. fantastic. Um, no, it was The Suspicious Death of a Minor. By that's what it's called? Yeah, that's what the movie's called. <laughs> oh, it just sounds like a newspaper heading. Okay. Yeah. I actually enjoyed it. It's a Jallo film. I believe it's directed by Umberto Lenzo. Mm. Umberto Lenzo. I'm not sure on the director, but there's only probably one movie in the world called The Suspicious Death of a Minor. But I actually really enjoyed it. It was pretty fun. It was a pretty fun watch. So high high recommendations for that. Cool. Um yeah. That's Where'd my recommendation. You, uh, how'd you come across that? Um, I've just been kind of, I've just been kind of filling the void of sadness by buying stuff. So I go onto Whoa. movie websites and make massive purchases of movies. And well. especially if there's like, oh, the director's collection, I'll just buy it. I have no idea who the director was. Sergi, Sergio Martino. Sergio Martino. That's the director's oh. name. Did you get it from uh, the Negro Syndrome? No, I got it from Arrow, Arrow Films. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is pretty decent. And I'm trying not to buy from Amazon. And when I realize you can buy from these websites, I realize there's so much more they have on the websites than they have on Amazon, Mm. which is evilly dangerous. So now I've just been 
buying copious oh, like, amounts. Yeah, you justify it, right? Like, oh, I'm not spending as much on Amazon, so I can spend yeah. more here. Yeah, you know, that I'm kind just of, like, yeah. that and, oh, I'm not feeling good. Well, let's buy stuff. It'll make you feel better. So, <laughs> yeah. Man, that's always a that's I always that, a very healthy coping method i yeah, find <laughs> had that with records for a while man ran myself right into the gutter financially i was like i need to stop yeah yeah i've definitely taken a taken a break on it in recent months but well it, it, I, it comes it comes and goes it comes and goes i have to really i have to watch what i have i have like a ton of movies now that i just i told myself i need to fucking watch this pile before i buy anything else yeah like you cannot, you cannot buy anymore. You have to fucking watch. No them. more. <laughs> or else, yeah. Or else, I'm just gonna have so much, and then I'm not gonna watch them all. Like fucking American Hustle. I still haven't seen it. I've owned it for like oh, fucking yeah. four years. Me too. My parents <laughs> got me the Blu-ray one day, and it has been sitting on my shelf. I think it's still wrapped. Actually, I've had it for like four or five years. Mine. I bought mine on Black Friday, and I think Best Buy had like five dollar movies, and they were like all like five dollars for Black Friday. And I just happened to grab that and like twenty others, and I was like, yeah. "I'll watch it eventually." And I've never watched it. I was, <laughs> I'm just like, "God damn it!" You're gonna be on your deathbed, son of a bitch. <laughs> it's like meanwhile, it's the best movie ever made, and I yeah, fucking I just, just like, "Oh, I'll watch it eventually." So, it I would, oh, you know what? Life. You know, you know what I found at the. Uh, the movie store i found fucking solo 120 days of sodom Ooh, really yeah so i bought it i'm on criterion release? oh damn yeah it's on oh, criterion. criterion that makes sense okay it's been released for a bit but i didn't think they sold it in canada because when i looked on amazon it's like third party listings exclusively and i'm mm -hmm. like i wonder if it's not even available in canada so i was very happy to find that at the video store Jeez, you know what that that should be a an echo video like well, like a watch party, like a live dude, stream or something. That'd be fun. Dude, I really, I want to watch it, but I really don't want to have people in the house or near me when I watch it because yeah, I like. I, on. I, yeah. <laughs> I well, I know. There. I I basically know how it goes. Like, I've seen a lot of reviews and stuff of it, so I know the worst the worst parts. But yeah, I think I think it'll be a good. Maybe a good, it could make a good podcast. So maybe we'll do it eventually. But that's fucking way down the road if we do do it. Yeah, yeah, we got uh, quite the backlog. Oh yeah, we got a lot. Anyways, so let's, I mean, other than that, let's just get right into the podcast. The, let's get right into the uh, movie we're going to discuss today, which is 1990, not 1980, which is a correction I want to make, because last week when we announced it, I think we said 1980. Mm. It is a 1990 film released, is a 1990 film, The Suckling, Directed by Francis Terry. I think it's his first directed second. movie. Second? I think second. I think he okay. had uh, Flesh Eating Mothers. Or no, that was just a written. We already, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we it's his first, his directorial debut for Francis Terry, The Suckling. And uh, first impressions, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was, it's kind of exactly what I was expecting out of it. Mm -hmm. And I was, I was mildly, I was, I, not mildly, I was pretty enjoy. I, I enjoyed it beginning to end in all honesty uh what were your kind of thoughts uh initial impressions i watched this on uh youtube like a scrub um and there were 10 minutes which i didn't know of this i thought this was just i was watching the whole movie 10 minutes were just cut out of anything that even like remotely had blood in it so everything that should have been fun and exciting just wasn't there so i only got the dialogue which wasn't the best part of the film 
but then I rewatched the actual version and I got all the all my gore, all my all my titties, all my everything in there. Oh, yeah. All the good <laughs> Far stuff. Far better film, yeah. Yeah, I agree. You kind of yeah, I I skimmed the YouTube version after we discussed so spoiler we had recorded this this is a re-recording of an episode <laughs> and we fucked it up again so the curse is still living <laughs> it's still but this time and, it was hunter so hopefully we can yeah, now this finally time it was my fault so this hopefully this will fix it this episode because yeah. we're getting uh did you also feelings. fuck up like an indian burial ground or some shit i didn't i don't know maybe maybe Jeez. I can't think of it. I maybe parked my car on it, but <laughs> you see like um, a fucking donut on it, drifting. Shit. Yeah. Can, uh, so any, anyways, though, so, yeah, you told me on YouTube about this when we first discussed it, and I honestly, well, you thought I was lying about all the good stuff. Yeah, because the very first thing you said, like, oh, hey, hey, Bart, what did you think of the scene where this this prostitute has this man there who's a lawyer who's just coming to the brothel? He's sitting there with a little cap on his head. Like one of those colorful caps with a little propeller, and he's sitting there, buck ass naked. And she's got her titties out. And she puts the dildo up his ass, and it's got like a little airplane sound as it goes in. And I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Like I watched this whole thing. Not even once was that mentioned. So that, then I realized yeah. I've been getting cucked this whole time. Yeah, dude, I checked it. Okay, anyway, before, anyways, before we kind of discuss the film, let's kind of walk, walk through, do a walkthrough of what happened. Mm-hmm. So basically the movie opens and it starts with an opening crawl and I don't have the crawl on hand, but basically it just recaps what happened and it's almost kind of like telling you like this is the story retold by the survivor of the the final survivor yeah, of the, the attack. So it kind of almost comes off like they're trying to make it sound like a true story. Like a Blair Witch and kind I, of thing. Yeah, and I was like, oh my God, like what kind of movie are we getting into? And then... It cuts to a, uh, a a woman sleeping in her bed, and correct me if I'm if I'm going off bounds here or out of out of bounds here with the with the plot. But we start and there's a woman in her in her bed, and there's somebody coming up the stairs, and the guy's got a uh, uh, what's a straight a straight razor, and he walks into the bedroom, and he attacks her, and then she wakes up gets up goes into the like goes into the bathroom and then yeah the doctor he he goes into like make a an incision in her stomach right like a c-section yeah oh yeah 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 yeah. sorry so uh, the doctor yeah so it's like a c-section almost and there's like this naked nurse and it's fucking wild and then fever dream yeah yeah so the fever dream so she wakes up from the fever dream she goes into the bathroom and then opens the mirror, grabs some pills, closes the mirror, and then you can clearly see makeup effect on her neck. And then and then the doc then the guy's right behind her and cuts her throat and then she and then it goes into the movie again and you see her laying in the hospital bed. And these two doctors are there and you have the world's shortest doctor and the world's tallest doctor working on staff and they're just like re rediscussing like they're just retelling they're basically us what... like the opening crawl they're just basically yeah. reading out the opening crawl there's like no changing of anything at all it's just literally rereading the opening crawl what we have just read and established and then it's like why one of these could have been cut out of the movie and it would have been the same but so anyways they i 
Oh man, oh, I just no. loved yeah, how, how the doctors like brought up the whole like the whole exposition dump because it's the short doctor goes up to the old doctor and he's like, oh, so who's in there? And the old doctor's like, oh, well, that's unnamed girl. <laughs> uh, you must know all about her. It's like, oh no, I just got here. The other doctor who used to work here is gone now, so I don't know what's going on. Can you tell me? And then he just fucking info dumps the entire plot of the movie on the man. It's quite funny. And that's how we get transition into that flashback. Yep. And then we start at Big Mama's uh, brothel and abortion clinic, I believe it's called. I mean, that's just that's just efficient marketing, I think. That's good real estate. <laughs> we have the main character, which is on IMDb, is credited as girl. And uh, that's a big role it for is her. Lisa Petru- Petrano? Petruno? Yeah, Petrino. I don't know if I'm getting that right. But anyway, she plays the titular title character, Girl, and the boyfriend. What was the boyfriend's name? Uh, Bill. Bill. Tim Tim Martin Krauss? Yeah. Yeah, Krauss or Kors. I would assume it's Krauss. So Bill is very aggressively forcing her to have the abortion, and it's Mm -hmm. a little uncomfortable. And... (laughs) So yeah, he's very it. aggressively forcing this, and and girl very much does not is she shown is to very not unhappy. want it. She's very hesitant, and it's yeah. like, oh, but they open the door, and Sherman, I believe his name is, mm-hmm. is wearing a teal shirt. Says like, oh hey, how's it going? Like, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll like go around the back. So they go around the back, and then the businessman walks into the walks into the brothel. And then I believe does it go right to the scene with him in the pinwheel hat, or does it go to them walking into the clinic? I think it's the pinwheel hat scene first, and then right, I think well, it goes to the clinic. Yeah, let's talk about the the pinwheel hat scene. I, I mean, you kind of hat. already discussed it, but <laughs> he goes in. This woman has a like rubber rubber bats yeah, harness bra, like a bra made out of rubber Halloween store bats, which is kind of funny. Hmm. And then. You see her, I don't, I can't really remember what she's doing. Anyways, the guy pulls out a dildo and <laughs> then as fucking somebody whips it out of his hand and then the girl leaves and then somebody walks in with a spike paddle and it's just like, what is happening? What the <laughs> and then, yeah, I think there's this one scene where the, the business guy, he like tosses the dildo and then the dominatrix like whips in the air like fucking Indiana Jones and catches it and like reels it in. And then I think she gives it back to him where he takes it or something and just starts fucking riding it. <laughs> yeah, and then that other woman walks in with like a nailed bat like she's fucking Negan. That was frightening. Yeah, and this is 12 minutes into the movie too. Yeah, like, like this, this is, is this is the opening scene. Nothing, nothing like pivotal to the plot has happened yet. This is like all set up. And then anyways, then you cut to the clinic and... Uh, Sherman is wearing a teal shirt and the walls of the clinic are teal. He's wearing the same colored shirt, which is kind of funny. I thought that was yeah. kind of humorous. It's like the green and... on green screen. It's going to blend soon. So then she sits down and I think we're introduced to the rest of our characters, which is Axel, who's the tough guy sitting in the room. He's kind of the tough, huge asshole to Sherman. And... We have Candy, I believe, is also sitting there, one of the yeah. one of the women, and she's like, Is this your first time? I've had plenty. Like it's <laughs> yeah. just like, Oh my god. Holy <laughs> It's pretty it's, it's, like it's honestly collectibles. It's honestly really darkly funny, but yeah. 
so anyways, yeah, Sherman and and Sherman leaves and what happens after this? Um so then Big Mama goes in or no, yeah, takes her in, they drug her and then it cuts to Yeah, but like against her will. I mean, that was the Oh, thing. yeah. They just they just drug <laughs> this, her. This is, she's unconscious this is, and then she's put on the operating table and given an abortion while she's com- yeah, literally all against her will. And even that scene where Bill is paying for the abortion, it's like the fucking sketchiest yeah. shot. Like he's it's doing like, a drug deal or something. He's like counting the cash. It's like, oh, that'll do. He's like in and a it's dungeon. Like really poorly lit. Yeah. <laughs> he's like in a in the, in like a dungeon. Basically, it's pretty messed up. And then the the doctor's assistant Bertha, and then this is kind of like the 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 opening shot. You have a wide shot. I think it. I think the the abortion scene itself. It 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 is it was kind of the least gory moment in the film, I would say. Mm-hmm. It was all shot and wide, and you see Bertha remove this little creature out from her, and then he's and then Big Mama's like, "Go show, go go get rid of it the way I taught you." She walks into <laughs> yeah, the bathroom all the time, and then flushes it down the toilet like a goldfish. Then, yeah, it's like oh my <laughs> Bro, god. Also, it's like it looks like this child was like I don't know maybe two months away from being born. Like, it was a thick oh, boy. Yeah. Like, it looked like oh, it was ready yeah. to come out. So it they was just pretty fucking aborted. I think they just killed it. <laughs> it was pretty big. And then they flush it down the toilet, and then you see, like, a shot of the baby flying down the, the sewer system. And I gotta say, the sewers is, is actually a really nice set. It looks pretty cool. It's kind of, like, gothic-looking architecture and whatnot. Yeah, like I the theme they have, too. It's I actually thought it looked looked kind of cool. Then you can see an obvious string pull the thing down the drain because it flicks the water up the string when they pull it. And then you see they kind of the camera kind of pans up and you see radiation leaking into the sewer, dripping on the uh, on onto the uh, the fetus. And it's then it, now it starts to slowly evolve into the monster. And uh, what happens in late? What's laced in between this? Do you know what's? Oh, do you remember? Um, yes, but it's just fucking wild how this is compared to the <laughs> uncut. Because I was so fucking lost. Because you go into the uh, the doctor's office for the abortion, then it's like you know what to do, and you don't get any of the scene in between. It's like she just walks in. Then it's Big Mama saying, "You know what to do." Then you hear the toilet flushing. Then you see the sign of the toxic waste. And then you hear screaming. That's all you see. You see none of the stuff in between. So I was like, what the fuck is happening? I was that's so the, lost. That's the YouTube cut. Yeah, that's version the Version of the movie. Ugh. And then the one thing I remember after this is we have um, Big Mama. I'm not sure when this, but this happens pretty pretty recently after the, the fetus gets flushed on the toilet. Big Mama is seen with a coat hanger cleaning meat and gore off of it. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is fucking disgusting. But it was kind of funny. And she's cleaning it off. She's talking to Bertha. And then she folds the coat hanger back into its regular position, takes her doctor's coat off, and then hangs it up on the wall in the doctor's coat. And I was like, that is incredible. See, that was even in the YouTube version, but I completely just slipped by me. It is really yeah, odd, they, the things they chose to keep in. In the, in the YouTube cut, though, because I, I watched to see what happened. It has her hanging her coat up, but you don't get to see her clean off the oh, gore okay. and yeah. stuff from the coat hanger. But 
Then I believe she comes to in the doctor's office or in the couch downstairs, and the house is just wood paneling all over. It's the most mm-hmm. ugly wood paneling you'll ever see <laughs> on this fucking house. And then this other client's being kind of, uh, I think one of the one of the one of the sex workers at the brothel is kind of shortchanging him, and he's not having it. And then Sherman comes up and kind of breaks it up, and Sherman's like, "Don't ever treat customers that poorly again." And then she walks upstairs. And then this guy, who's unnamed, we haven't seen this character before, he's just being introduced now. He's standing at the door, and for no reason, one of the sex workers runs down and shoots him like four times in the chest. And then the, then the other uh, sex worker takes the gun out of her hand, and then Sherman just punches her in the face. <laughs> like, what is happening? Sherman and Axel both, man, they don't give a fuck if oh, they need to dude. deck someone or they feel like fucking threatened. They just they go swing and they don't pull punches. <laughs> Crazy. Like whole... Jeez. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I keep going back to this every single time. But in the YouTube yeah, version, yeah. you see like the lawyer that like just recently introduced character who gets shot at the bottom of the stairs, the sex worker mm-hmm. at the top, and then it you cuts see... away, and then you just see the reaction shot from the fucking uh, the boyfriend, Bill. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's like, wild. I did watch that scene too. It was pretty wildly cut. Like, yeah. I think you see her po- pointing the gun. You hear gunshots, and then like you only hear one shot though, and then mm-hmm. it, yeah, it cuts to the reaction. It's crazy. And then so slowly out this, the 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 fetus is metamorphosizing into the creature. And Actually, I like that when you're gonna see like this new. Yeah, no, I liked it too, but the yeah. one shot of it was kind of upsetting, like the first metamorphosis shot where it's just sitting there and it's breathing. It kind of looks like Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. Yeah, it looks it sad. Like pretty... its chest is like really yeah, big was... and it's like labored, sad, even one of its eyes is it like was bulging. Pretty disgusting. Like, oh. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty disgusting. It was pretty gross. That was yeah. the only kind of real gross part. And then slowly it, you see it kind of like growing claws and teeth and stuff and it gets bigger and bigger then our characters realize i'm apologizing if i'm skipping over stuff and then our characters realize they're trapped into the house which i mean i think this was for budget reasons why they had to stay in the brothel but the director francis terry has said that he's a big fan of movies that uh take place during like take place in a claustrophobic setting like the thing and Mm -hmm. Like movies like that, that's what he's kind of took inspiration from, he said. Yeah. But I also do believe it was partially the budgetary reasons why it had know. to take place. Yeah, definitely. I don't know if this was like a, a weird reference or just a line of dialogue, but they call like the suckling the, they actually call it like the thing, like the thing is coming up. So I was wondering if that was like a little callback, but I'm not so sure. Yeah, very well could be for sure, but. I do think they just kind of call it the thing. Yeah, because like, what else are you going to call it? Sewage and then our baby. first, our first official suckling kill, kill by the suckling. <laughs> yeah. You hear, I think they hear screaming from upstairs or crying or some noise, and can or uh, Bertha goes up to check it, mm-hmm. and Bertha goes into the bathroom, looks into the toilet, and this tentacle or the umbilical cord wraps around her neck, rips her head clean off. And blood and gore go everywhere all over the bathroom mm-hmm. and then there's like and then candy i think either comes up or is with her in that scene and there's just screaming and shouting and 
and then uh, Candy's all delusional and whatnot. It's 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 kind of funny to see, but yeah, she runs down to Axel and like fucking frantics, and he's just already pissed off oh, yeah. everything that's already happening, and he's like, I don't want to deal with this shit. So she's like, there's a dead body. Like Bertha had her head ripped <laughs> off, and she's like, all right, whatever. I'm fucking sick yeah. of this. And he's the like next dumb. shot is him picking up a magazine and just reading it, and he's like kind of yeah. muttering to himself, like, "Oh, fucking all this shit." And he yeah. just flips a few pages, and then he goes up the stairs to where Bertha is with her head ripped off, and it's just so like fucking. Silly. It's so it, it's such a fucking whack reaction, and yeah. then so then they realize, yep, they're trapped in the house. There's something covering the doors and the windows. It's some kind of fleshy film, which, yeah, when I first saw it, I thought that the suckling was trying to like, like make them into he one the up them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he aborted them. Like something like that for sure. And then, so then Sherman basically says, Oh, we only have two tools in this house, a hammer and a screwdriver. And, he gets the the businessman who's all fucking uppity, wants to leave, doesn't want to be there, to start, like, chiseling on the door. And this motherfucker is the most useless fucking guy with that chisel, hammer, and screwdriver. He's, like, hitting his hand, and he's you all, You could like, not have tried to be good at it. Like, like, the very... He fucking tries to line it up, like, the chisel on the door. The very first strike, the very first fucking strike, and he goes in slow, hits his thumb. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I can't do this. Someone else, please take over. And then when they keep, like, forcing him to do it, he's, like, fucking tapping so fucking lightly. And she's, like, oh, moaning yeah. and groaning. It's like, oh, my God, please. Yeah, it's pretty painful to watch. And then, so then, yeah, so they go upstairs. They figure out Bertha's dead. And then the second kill, which I believe is Sherman. Is it, am I correct? Yeah, I think he gets pulled through the wall, right? Yeah, yeah. so Sherman's kind of taking charge he's kind of like all right this is what we're gonna do and he's the only one with the gun right now and then axel's like all mad like oh you've only you're only in charge because you got the gun like kind of like that and then Mm -hmm. sherman the creature you finally get a pretty decent look at the fully metamorphosized suckling bursts through the wall and grabs him and just that's kind of it i think it just pulls him into the wall and kills him it's funny like when he's like doing that little rally speech like getting everyone's attention he's like i intend to get out of here alive and then fucking immediately <laughs> yeah. he's barely done the sentence immediately and gets pulled in the best part of the movie is the creature design uh the suckling itself looks really really good yeah it really does even for 10k like all the movement especially yeah. even on like the smaller uh like when it was still the baby that's actually yeah. really good yeah, I think yeah, like Bart said, I think it cost it was the majority of the budget. I think it cost something like ten thousand dollars for the suit itself and all the electronics and stuff on the secondary head, mm-hmm. and that's where most of the budget go, went. Do you know that it was Tim Allen in the suit? No, it wasn't Tim no, Allen. No, I know. I'm yeah, fucking with you, but that I was, was like, fucking, that was his first role. <laughs> you caught? Can you fucking no, imagine? No, I looked at dude. I watched the uh, behind the scenes. Um, yeah, who was it? Oh, it was yeah? Michael. Michael, Michael Moore. Gin, Michael Gingold. Jingold. Uh, he's an author of Fangoria. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah. Huh. Yeah. Pretty yeah, pretty car. Yeah, director. Now he's a director. Does has done some a lot of documentaries. It looks like. Oh, right on. Pretty interesting. Um. So then, now Axel takes charge. He gets the gun, and he's all like, "Well, now I'm gonna take charge." And I say, "We go to the basement." 
So he takes everyone to the basement. Yeah, so he duct tapes up the, the lawyer's mouth and like puts... Do you know those fucking things that vets have to put around his neck so you can keep it at a distance like those snake catching things, whatever? Uh, he uses one of those that I guess they just have and brings him into the basement to try and lure in the suckling because Axel's upset. He's like, oh, we're just going to fucking die here anyways, so might as well do something about it, I guess. And they go down and then Axel is confronted, I think, by the suckling. And he just starts fucking shooting, like hitting every single pipe they have. Unlimited ammo in that clip. I don't think they reloaded once in that entire film. Um, is it later on when the suckling starts fucking with the power? <laughs> or is that that same scene? Um, I think it's the same scene. Yeah, the okay, yeah. Because yeah, I think it's like yeah. the whole middle portion of the movie, the basement. Right, yeah. Oh, that's. I think the suckling gets their attention by fucking with the power. Yeah, And yeah. then Al Axel gets all aggravated and grabs a metal rod to charge yeah. at the suckling and then the fucking suckling just deeks him out and he impales the metal rod into the like the breaker board and just yeah electrocutes electric himself yeah yeah he sees it like fucking an electrician at the electrical board <laughs> fucking with the power and then he, picks he up runs at it yeah with the metal pipe attacks it and then He's it like, gets electrocuted yeah and then <laughs> it just pretty... fucking blows up that good stuff it's pretty fucking funny and then i really thought they were hinting at the whole house blowing up because there's a few I, scenes yeah. in the basement where they kept like hinting at the the steam you could like hear it hissing really loudly yeah. and yeah. i really thought that was going to go somewhere but no nothing yeah i thought it might go somewhere too i thought yeah the, the house would have exploded but i mean budgetary reasons probably said no to that oh idea. yeah definitely <laughs> so then axel's dead I think we get a fake out death before Axel dies. The there's a black haired sex worker that mm. is taken by the suckling into another room and we don't really see anything else. It's just kind of she's taken and then Presumed we're assumed dead. that she's yeah. dead. Yeah. And then we go back upstairs. So yeah, they come up from the basement and then I believe they start trying to smash the door down with a with a battering ram. Mm -hmm. And in doing so, they hit it once. And the lawyer has immediately <laughs> been like, "No, it's not working. It didn't. It didn't dent the door." He's immediately given up. Not a very helpful. Yeah, I, yeah literal. Fucking lawyer. Yeah, he fucking immediately gives up. It's not fun. Yeah. And then they continue at it. They break through the door, and then they actually chisel a hole through it. And they're just like, "Oh, you got a hole through it. All right. Well, we'll let the smallest go first, which is girl." And then the lawyer's like, no, no way. I'm letting her go first. I'm going first. Mm -hmm. So he pushes his way through and he enters what we are believed is the womb or the fleshy womb that the suckling has created. And it's just cargo net <laughs> and some linen. It, it is, yeah. And they got like this bright fucking red light on it and like all this squishy sounds that's like super hyperbolic. But he's just walking through like strings. That's <laughs> quite. Yeah, it's just like a cargo it's not net. Even they wet. just threw. He's completely <laughs> dry. <laughs> It's unfortunate yeah. looking. And then he confronts the suckling and some wild editing happen it happens and then he dies. You get that screaming and like the reactions in the house. It's strange, yeah. So then they realize he's dead and then I think Big Mama goes upstairs because she hears noises and then the creature confronts Big Mama, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. I believe and that's It's next. like the big standoff. It's like the, the abortion. What the fuck do you call that? I guess abortion doctor <laughs> and the, the suckling. 
Yeah, 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 and then it's kind of a kind of a lackluster death. I it remember. is. I think it's off screen. Yeah, because I was really excited for that because I thought it was going to be like a probably. pretty significant death. Yeah, it's probably one of the one of the one of the worst deaths in the movie. Honestly, yeah. in my opinion, it is kind of off screen, and you don't really get to see anything exciting. And then we cut back. We're back downstairs. So she dies. The characters are all going crazy. They're freaking out, and. I think we hear noises in the basement at this point, and one of the sex workers has a gun, and they're like, it's down there, just shoot it, shoot it. Come on, you have to shoot it. She shoots at the door a bunch of times, and then the door flings open, and it was the kidnapped sex worker, and she falls onto the ground dead, and then they're all like, oh, well, you didn't know that. You didn't know. It's not your fault. And then she goes crazy. And then she shoots herself in the head, the girl that shot yeah, her. So it's just kind of like, oh, this is. And, and then, then the fucking, we're down to. Uh, Tim, Tim gets the gun. <laughs> Tim has got the oh, fucking yeah, genius yeah. idea. He's like. No, is it? I think it's Bill, isn't it? Oh, Bill? yeah. I don't know what I'm fucking saying. Tim. Oh, yeah. Tim is the actor. <laughs> Bill, sorry. Yeah. Uh, so Bill's got the gun now. Yeah. And he has the smart <laughs> idea that he's going to let the suckling capture him. Because he can't shoot it. He can't it miss unless he's fucking old. He can't miss when he's when he's being held inside of it. So then, yeah. So he's like, and then the creature bursts up through the floor, and it's it like arms reach. Yeah, like arms reach maybe, away from him. Maybe two feet. Maybe <laughs> like you can hit it from there. Yeah, he could have fucking you thrown can hit the it. gun and it would hit him perfectly. And then the monster comes up, picks him up. I guess I wasn't close and I, enough. And then. Know? You get a nice close-up of his face. You get to see it blink in, moving its face. It's pretty yeah, cool. Too. Like and then it rams its, I think it's like pincer hand through his stomach. Yeah. Or he rams his jaw, or he like bites him in the stomach or something. And then Bill's dead. Didn't fire the and gun then, Yeah. <laughs> Did he fire it? I can't remember I if he fired I, it I at all. I don't think so, no. I don't think so, yeah. Either way, he didn't do any damage. Literally nothing. Worst plan. And then we're down to the last two. We have the suckling and girl. And the girl's kind of up against the door, the suckling staring at her, and it kind of is like a weird moment. You kind of know. I thought it was going to be different, a different ending, but this then the creature starts running at her, and then it morphs back into a baby, and like a tiny little gray alien baby. Yeah, it's kind of creepy. like weird stop motion. It's like <laughs> if a Smurf was like yeah. IRL, basically. It's yep. fucking hideous. And then it jumps directly into her vagina. Yeah. And you see it like fucking tossing and turning in her stomach. Like it's bulging and we can see like it's kicking in his hands. It's like, oh my God, is he screaming the whole time? It is wild. And that and that's they left that completely uncut in the YouTube edition, which I was completely flabbergasted by. The whole thing. Well, there wasn't any blood, right? I it's guess blood. so. That's the bad yeah. stuff. Jesus. So then I think she passes out or something, and then we cut to the cops breaking the door down, and then they take her into the hospital, and then we cut back to the two doctors, and they're just kind of like, well, that's the story. And then I think we have another cut to the future, and we have the girls locked up in a mental hospital, and she's kind of sitting in the corner isolated. These two doctors come in. And are talking about how it's like, oh, well, she's the best looker here. It's free pussy or something like that. Yeah. They take her out and then they. It's, 
pretty fucked. Kind of one doctor has her way with her, and it's pretty fucking awful to watch. Yeah, and then and it, like her, she's completely unconscious. Her head is like tilted to the side. It's like fucking oh, rocking. Oh yeah, dude, it's like it's uncomfortable oh, to watch. Goodness. And then this tentacle comes out, wraps around the guy's neck, and kills both the doctors. Yeah, like rips through his stomach like a xenomorph. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like the final shot. You got like the, the blood splattered on the glass panel, and you have like the other, yeah. the other like asylum, uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. You'd see them looking and through and laughing. It's... The weirdest part of this movie is during the credit scene. There is another death scene that happens. You have these two kids, what look like an older brother and a younger brother, at the brothel. This guy runs out. And his face is melting off, and it's probably the best effect in the whole movie, the best kill, and it's left to a credit scene, which is kind of weird. So I wonder if they were just like, we have too much footage, or we don't know how to use this organically, but let's just put it in the credits so it doesn't go to waste kind of deal. I'm not 100% on that. Mm-hmm. But they could have cut out that, it was just kind that of... two-doctor scene, the exposition, and then left yeah, that Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then we have the two, the dark, the kid, the guy's face melts off. And we just have these two kids. One of the kids' shirt, I just, I think just says fuck on his shirt, which is kind of funny. And they're just staring blankly at the camera. Like they're not watching the most horrific thing that's ever yeah. happened to that's, them. That's the lawyer, right? Like surviving, I, I think. I think that's the lawyer after yeah. his deal, like his encounter with the suckling. And then he kind of got out and he's melting. But yeah, like in, in the, the version I watched on YouTube, that was. Just so fucking just confusing because I thought it was just two still shots in between credits, like two separate ones of these two children. And I thought it was like a fucking Marvel end credit scene, like they were teasing a whole multiverse with the suckling. But no, I just missed the best part of the fucking guy's face. The, Marvel, the Marvel credit scene <laughs> yeah. hints at the uh, the suckling coming back. Or it's, he's putting on the Infinity Gauntlet or something. Holy Jesus. He's coming back. Fine. Myself, <laughs> and that's the suckling, uh, kind of recapped. I will agree, it was a bit of a rough recap. Um, again, we had recorded this previously, yeah, we lo- you lose a bit of the charm re- on the rewatch, but when you, when you do a re record, you lose a lot of energy. And I did not feel like rewatching it again, so that's on me, but. I think it's pretty. I think it's pretty pretty decent. And you know what? Even if it is a rough recap, I do recommend to everyone after after every episode is to go watch this movie and form your own opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the, the, you know, final the director has stated I think several times that it is not supposed to be anything political. It's just a horror movie. Yeah. So I don't think you're supposed so, to go into it with like that anti-abortion lens, yeah. for example. So this um, this, the director of this movie, Francis Terry, has admitted that. When he made the movie, he had no, like when he wrote it, he had no intentions of it being political, politicized, or it being an anti-abortion movie or pro-abortion. He just said it was just a catalyst for a story that had never been told before. And then while he was making it, somebody brought it up to him and he said, that's awesome. Maybe we can get some controversy around it and then it'll sell better. And so he basically just used it as kind of a means for people to go watch his movie. And there is some pretty cool advertising and stuff. It is included in the Blu-ray for the Vinegar Syndrome Blu-ray, they did do a release of it, and it is a pretty decent release. I don't know. Did you pick that Blu-ray up by chance? Or? No, I just uh, I streamed it on one to three movies. I wasn't sure if it was going to come in because on Amazon it's also third okay. party, so it didn't want to yeah, gamble yeah. on it. But I, I think I will pick it up. From, yeah. 
It's pretty decent. Check if you can. Vinegar Syndrome has a weird, I think they only print a thousand copies of every movie they have. And then when they're kind of out, they're out. And maybe if they're in high demand, they reprint them, but I'm not fully sure on how it works. But definitely pick it up if you can, because it is, I'd say it's worth it. You get a lot of pretty, pretty humorous marketing. Like I think on the theater, they handed out little vials with little latex fetuses in it. That just said the suckling on it, which is kind of funny. And Try to do that shit. I think, though. Bruh. Oh, dude, you couldn't. You couldn't. This is you why. You couldn't even go near dude, that fucking topic, or even that. Dude, kind of you couldn't do it now. You couldn't make this movie now. Like, there's so like, and I hate saying that because I mean that's everything. You can't make the, like you can't make stuff that you could in the past. And I hate saying that, but it's true, unfortunately, and. See, what I like so much about this one, because I initially watched like the fucking clean version, so I was trying to pick up some positives. <laughs> um, I, even though it was like, even watching like the, the full uncut version, even though it is like kind of like a low budget B movie, it's still a lot of fun. It has some balls. And even though it's shit, it's still a lot to watch. And now you get like multi-million Dude. dollar movies and they're yeah. all shit. There's like nothing yeah, to it. Like no, at least this is I fun, 100%. right? You can see like, Dude, oh, they I had agree. some creative... I would rather like i i would rather watch like a thousand bad movies from like this the 80s and and the the 90s and below than one bad movie now yeah (laughs) because bad at least back then they could be a little bit kind of fun like this movie is they could have fun with the gore Mm -hmm. and be creative nowadays it's just kind of like like what can we do with like it's just kind What's of trying most to hit every single thing? box yeah, yeah and it's it's pretty sad and movies like this won't exist that's kind of why yeah i always try to pick a movie from the past that you know might not be critically acclaimed but is worth watching and worth remembering i think so yeah. i i even appreciated that scene like when they were trying to recreate the womb i guess with just those tarps and strings and fucking nets yeah like at yeah. least they fucking try it and have some fun with it right like I, it's commendable yeah, I like I, that. yeah i agree it, it is it, it, it's fun dude so mm-hmm. i i do recommend this movie it's not it's not as offensive as you think no. it's not like you're not gonna go and you're not gonna it's not it's not protest or rioting worth no it's of, very absent yeah it's like absent of like ad, advocating for or against yeah, it like, like it's it, not it's completely it's just a slasher it's just a it's just a slasher creature movie with a a catalyst for a story basically it's nothing no no commentary or anything so that's i think where we're gonna leave it unless you have any final thoughts no no on the movie i um that was it saw the suckling twice and week and a half that's not bad (laughs) so that's enough suckling for me i think but next week we've got something infinitely more depressing for you we have threads on true would you tell us about Threads? You have yeah. more familiarity so, with it than I do. So Threads is a 1984 straight-to-TV movie directed by Mick Jackson. And there are two movies that are... This movie and another movie, The Day After, are very similar in plot. It takes place the day after a nuclear bomb is dropped. And it kind of shows you a realistic approach at what that would be like for the people and the kind of the victims of the nuclear bombs. Mm-hmm. I've watched The Day After. I haven't watched this movie. I've heard... After I watched The Day After, I was pretty emotionally scarred from it and pretty scared and upset. I was up for a, quite a while after watching it, Googling how to survive nuclear holocaust. <laughs> Just in case. And while I was looking up kind of uh, r- like 
videos about the day after and to see if anyone else had this effect, like had a similar effect of the movie. I saw that there was a movie called Threads and people were saying that Threads is like mountains worse than the day after. Like it is fucking like the day after is like a Pixar movie compared to Threads. So I was like, oh man, I got to see this. Mm -hmm. I don't want to, but I have to see it. (laughs) So So, we're going to watch that. It just... Sorry, yeah, go so, ahead. So Threads, if I understand it correctly, is like the, the British one and then the day after is the American remake? No, no I think the okay. day after came first. Oh, I think the day after okay. came first. and Or maybe they came out around the same time. Hold on, I'm going to Google this. Yeah, because I know Threads day. is like if Russia and America were to go into nuclear war and then it takes place in Shetfield, yeah. so like the cataclysmic uh, Similar follow. times. Okay. The day after is 1983. November 20th, 1983, and then Threads is 1984. I just want to see the month. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck, it doesn't say the month. Just 1984. September 23rd, 1984. So around the same time. Honestly, it was probably either being made around the same time, I would assume, right. like that they were being made. So either way, I think I've heard that Threads is a lot worse. Um. So yeah, that's gonna be something to look forward to next week. Can't wait. And... Get some popcorn, get a little drink, <laughs> set some nice two yeah. hours aside. Just yeah, it's gonna be pretty sad. Pretty scarring. <laughs> Can't wait. Pretty scarring. Uh, the other movie about nuclear holocaust is When the Wind Blows. Have you heard of that? I know of it. Haven't seen it, but I've heard like all the yeah. yeah. I've heard of that. It's the animated film. I've I've wanted to see it, but. I don't know. I've, I've had enough nuclear. I think after Threads, I'll probably have enough nuclear Holocaust movies for one lifetime. Fair enough. Yeah, this is '86. But yeah, I guess tensions yeah, well, were pretty high in the '80s for a fucking nuclear fallout. It's the a Cold War, so that yeah. makes sense. Was '86 the Cold War? I thought that was the '60s. Yeah, no, it was a, no '80s, and then the Berlin Wall was torn down in what '88, I think. Oh, so it was okay. still like pretty spooky. Okay. No, yeah, that makes sense. That's that would make more sense. And I think the day after, actually, in spo- like Ronald Reagan, him like has admitted that after he saw the day after, he was like personally moved by the film and and looked to seek better relations with Russia after it. Wow. So the movie does have a pretty big, pretty big impact on history. I would say. Mm. Uh, anyways, we'll we'll discuss all that next yeah, week. We're gonna kind of wrap it for now. Final thoughts on the suckling. Would recommend from me, and I'm assuming Bart. Yeah, I agree. Recommend to a friend. Go check it out for some for some fun. Recommend. Go check it out, guys. Uh, go check out the movie. Form your own opinions, and let us know what you think. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye.